2019 happens, huh? Avengers Endgame, the and then Far From Home, the conclusion of Phase 3 and what we saw of the Infinity Nothing came out in 2020 because, you know, the world went fucking crazy. <laughs> and we begin Phase 4 with WandaVision. Now, we are not talking about the Disney Plus shows for a very good reason. It's something that we actually debated in our conversations pre-show weeks ago. The reason why we're not talking about the TV shows is because we feel that it's kind of shitty that you put behind a paywall content that now has an effect on the movies that you're putting out. I think the bigger, one of the biggest benefits of the Marvel Universe was before the Disney Plus thing, you could watch any of the movies. You didn't really have to watch all the movies to really understand. The movies did more or less a better job of connecting and letting you know, hey, this is the shit that's going on in Marvel. Now with the TV shows, it's like, hey, you want to know really what the plot of Multiverse of Madness is? Go ahead, spend this money and, and buy the streaming service, and then you'll be able to get everything. And so I feel, and it's something that JT and it's something that history, it is rather shitty that you're now making your fans, instead of you putting this content out, you have to pay, yes, you have to pay for the movies, but now you're paying on top of stuff. You're keeping content away. You're keeping story elements away from your customers because, let's, let's be honest, it is a lot of shit. Like, it is a lot of material, and it's going to be a bigger, it's a, a bigger conclusion of what we have. But long and short of it is, we feel that it shouldn't have to be behind this paywall of the Disney Plus service, especially if you're not using it to have the full experience of the movies and the full understanding and context of the movies. So we're beginning phase four with a movie that should have came out in 2016, Black Widow. Yeah. Oh. And, and, and also, I want, I want to state this too, is that like um, this is not us basically intentionally trying to like shit on like Disney's product because I feel like and maybe y'all can all agree that like they have done a great job by creating this universe they as best as they we can give them credit for that's what I'm gonna say I financially cannot afford uh, a, a fucking scene with one character on on uh, fucking She-Hulk or whatever these one of these TV shows, let alone make a whole movie and universe for four, four fucking phases. So it's a lot of goddamn content. It's a lot of goddamn content. And I felt like it was just uh, me personally, when I say that we shouldn't be rating the shows, I felt like it's unfair to sit there and say that like, damn, we're going to go to the movie theaters and watch uh, Doctor Strange and figure out where the fuck Wanda's kids came from. Because there's people like you who like may look at She-Hulk and be like, man, I don't know about She-Hulk. I don't fuck with her. I don't ride with her. And the only draw that was for you to watch She-Hulk is Abomination and Hulk being in there. But that's about it. Other than that, you really don't have no connection to She-Hulk. But you may have had a better connection with Falcon and Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, and those other shows like Miss Marvel. So for us to have to watch eight hours of something else to be able to understand 
two to three hours on this big screen. It just made no sense at all. Um, <laughs> uh, sense. Disney. It makes it definitely makes financial sense. Uh, but at the same token, like there's one movie that I'm not going to be able to comment on is which is Thor: Love and Thunder because of the fact that. I feel like same day uh, releases should be still a thing. If not same day, we should still be releasing it within 30 to 45 days. Uh, I paid as expensive as for this package for Hulu and Disney and all the rest of this type of stuff every month. Give me my goddamn content. That's what I feel like after after a while. Don't like bullshit me and say, we're going to give you $30. Now, that's another thing too. You're going to offer me the, uh, the movie $30. And I don't own it, but then you sell it for twenty dollars when it comes out to be actually purchasable. That that doesn't make sense to me at all. Let me own it for the thirty dollars. I thought I just fucking because there's no there's no physical copy involved. Yeah, where whereas the, but that's what I'm saying for the digital copy as well. It's the same thing. It should be dirt cheap because it's because it's dig, it's digital. All you do is stream. That's yeah. it. You get access for a little while. Yeah. But they want to charge you $30 for that? The whole point of having this shit digital was so you paid less. Yes. Yeah. And you would have more people paying less, and it would make up the difference. But instead, they decided, we're going to dick everybody. And we're going to charge a ridiculous amount of money for some shit yeah. that's not what it's worth. Yeah. And what made me double down on the decision to like say it on my part, like, no, is when I went to the barbershop, uh, and we were talking about Mar- uh, Wanda and Doctor Strange. I'm going to call it Wanda and Doctor Strange. I know that people call it mom, but it's it's it's, it's Doctor Strange. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And Wanda. That's what it was. And um, my barber didn't even know that fucking Wanda had kids. He was like, oh, shit, that's dope, man. She, she was doing all this just to have a family. The way that the narrative was absorbed to him was that she was just trying to find some fucking kids that she lost. That's probably well, why she catches some strange. She yeah. could handle that business herself. Yeah. It was a whole fucking weird ass thing, dog. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna go into this, man, and I will give my we'll give our perspective at the end of it, the general overview of all of it. So let's start off. I know we're seven minutes after the time. So let's go uh with a JT. Uh you gonna lead us off with uh phase four, bro? Look, uh, <laughs> Phase Four is the most skippable bullshit in the MCU. Okay, okay. We started off Phase Four with fucking Black Widow of all things, a character who had already died and whose backstory means absolutely nothing besides a cash grab. Yes. And let me tell you that when I say this movie sucked, man, a baby would have pulled his thumb out of its mouth to be like, "You suck." It, that movie was shit. It was not good. And let me tell you something. One of the biggest problems that Marvel has, and we will see this repeatedly in stage four, is that they don't give the cool bad guys any screen time. Fair. So in Black Widow, the enemy was the big bad enemy was supposed to be Taskmaster. Taskmaster is a powerful adversary because Taskmaster can sit, watch you fight, analyze your fighting style, and instantly mimic that mess. So it's like you're fighting against yourself and all the other people Taskmaster has fought and memorized, too. So Taskmaster is basically like a giant database constantly swelling up ass-kicking moves. But what do we get? Some brainwashed nonsense. 
It was terrible. Terrible. The whole movie was should should not have happened. I'm glad Scarlett Johansson stuck the screws to Disney. It was like, nah, bitch, pay me. Because she was a headlining lady. But man, was that movie not worth anything. David Harbour took time off from, from, uh, from filming Stranger Things for this shit. What a waste of that man's talent. Oh, my God. Skip that one, man. Skip that one. Um, what about Black you, Jim? Widow. Black Widow should have came out after Civil War. I think for Scarlett Johansson, like whether Black Widow is your favorite Avengers character or not, I think she deserved a shot at her movie long before then. This movie is six years too late or five, like whatever the amount of time is, but it's too late. We already saw this character die. We like, why are we getting this backstory? Oh shit. We need to set up the new black widow. We need to set up the new black widow, the younger one, firmer tits, blonde hair. Like, and again, it's nothing against Florence Pugh. She is a really good actress, but the movie to me, it really did feel unnecessary because it's like, all right, we know, we know where Wanda's story, Wanda, we know where, uh, where Natasha's story ends. Like her story ends with her dying getting no funeral, getting no love from her friends on some distant planet. And it's just, it was hard for me to really invest in the movie. There was some elements that I kind of liked. I kind of liked the little family dynamic between Wanda, uh, Yelena, the mom, and David Harbour. I kind of liked that. I kind of liked that vibe. To me, that was the best part of the movie. But everything else was just very, it was real basic. I mean, it's a yet another secret organization that we have in a Marvel Cinematic Universe. So at this point, we got Hydra, we got S.H.I.E.L.D., we got the, uh, the Wakandans, they be doing stuff. We're going to find out about another one that's even older. We got the Scrolls doing their stuff. So again, we up to a whole lot of clicks. Hey, how you doing, Anasi? Um, Yeah, it's just, it really does feel skippable and kind of an insult to the character because again, Wanda is one of the original six Avengers. They didn't include she died in the movie in Endgame, so she didn't really get like a a, 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 nope. a real heroic death. She got a death that didn't meet that, you know, it served a purpose, but it it wasn't really glorified. And again, she got no funeral or no or seemingly no love from the from her crew. And also the whole catwalk thing, the the big catwalk scene where all the other female characters are walking and, you know, doing that. And in the background, you can hear uh, Destiny's Child, independent women playing or uh, that that uh, this is my fight song uh, type of stuff or uh, Taylor Swift shaking. Like something like that is playing because it's like, hey, the girls are here now. And it's like, oh, the woman who's been here the entire time, ah, she didn't get to join in. Captain Marvel's here. Y'all love Captain Marvel, don't y'all? Y'all gonna love her. Y'all gonna love her. You gonna love her. Hey, Feige, took, Feige said, you gonna, you gonna love this Captain Marvel, damn it. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a slumper. You can skip this one. Um, it is a C plus. Well, sleeper. It's sleeper, really sleeper. a C plus. It, it's, you know what it is? I, I'm glad you said that. It is a college student just doing enough to get by. It's a sleeper. It's a sleeper. Uh, I thought it was worse. I thought it was honestly you could throw the whole shit away and would nothing be missed. It was another one of them type of cocky third acts. So here's a, here's the thing. 
Oh, it was a dumpster fire. Here, here's my thing, man. I feel like uh, Natasha and um, Clint were two of the people. I told you, man. Y'all didn't hear me for three phases already. Talk about how Marvel shitted on Sam Wilson. But I think that after watching all four of these phases, Natasha got shitted on like pretty fucking bad. Like on screen, Hulk got fucked, right? But like in the background of everything, Natasha really got fucking fucked over as far as the character. And Clint was just a punching bag, verbally abused fucking kid when it came to all his characters. And I think that we needed to watch uh, this movie at least in phase two to be able to get an idea of how dangerous Natasha is and put the idea of like of Yelena in the background because Yelena could have been explained her situation for disappearing for a while could have been explained in a cutscene. can we all agree to that yeah we could have we could have at the end credit scene we could have had that same scene explained at the fucking end of a movie it happened at the end of a movie. So it could have been placed somewhere at the end of the movie because somebody could have asked, well, what the fuck happened to Yelena? Where she's at? And now we had the situation that we have now. Um, I think that it would have been even more poetic when Black Widow died and when they snapped everybody back and we had the catwalk scene, like uh, Jamel said, you would have seen Yelena come out of there instead of actually not having a Black Widow out of there. That would have was represented it black that makes sense. it represented but also here's my thing we don't have a sable corp which is an anti-spider-man organization uh yelena spent her whole time in white and her sister followed her up in white silver sable is all white blonde hair blue eyes everything like that also a fucking russian finnish kind of person as well you could have entered uh introduced silver sable and had your second version of shield because shield was destroyed so you could have had your second version of shield and uh actual protective unit as well because at the end of black widow they introduced they had all these women who were becoming anti-black widows now you know so i feel like that was a missed opportunity if and i think that it would have been paid off better if they would have brought uh stop they, they bullshit about making these thor movies which by the way all thor movies are essentially trash i mean there was only one thor movie um so I think we can put a group on uh on black widow yeah bro we can put yeah we, that's what essentially happened uh, uh, Anansi said you have to remember we're talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe their standard mo- movies are A- minus. it makes things much more jarring than, uh, when a movie is not up to snuff here is the thing Anansi go ahead what is- I say? we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to that at the end we're uh, gonna get to that and, and, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this I think that uh, Black Widow is a C plus I do agree that it's a C plus I wouldn't give it a D because of the fact that y'all know my disdain for D- Thor Dark World um, we got Thor Dark World and Captain Marvel in this universe. What'd you say? Uh, the Thor to Dark World is F. Yes. This movie in C plus, man. This shit was boring. <laughs> I, I remember watching this shit with Soul Food, and the Soul Food wasn't that great. But uh, let me tell you, it ab- it was absolutely the most appetizing, dazzling part of that viewing experience. I'm gonna tell you this, man. Um, I feel like the best uh, superhero movie hasn't been written 
because of the fact that they haven't got the people who do espionage movies, um, the people who do gangster and mob movies. Uh, there's no reason why Martin Scorsese should not be doing a Batman a movie that's a movie that's part of the Batman universe. Um, there's, he don't respect superhero movies. But that's like, the crazy he, thing about it is all of them are right? not really superheroes. They're fucking thugs and gangsters, and that shows that they don't pay attention to that shit. So we're we, we getting off track. I think. Uh, so no, no, no. I'm not getting off track. This is the same thing about. Um, I feel like this one was. Uh, this should have been a Christopher uh, Christopher Nolan movie or something like that. I don't feel like this should have been a movie. You I mean this is this should have been an oceans movie. This shouldn't have been a movie where the right point A point B is this. There's no reason why this shouldn't have been their Jason Bourne movie. Um, so uh, with that, I do give it. A, I give it a slumper. I don't give it a full sleeper uh, because of the fact that I I see the potential in it. I see how I can watch this movie and I remember this movie far more than the other candidates that's going to be coming up soon. But that's only Harbor. I argue. Huh? David Harbour himself was the only thing holding that movie down. I don't think it was. I think Elena fucking made that movie so fucking good. My favorite part, bruh, she said, dog, she made fun of the whole fucking Marvel Universe by one fucking line. You're such a fucking poser. You're, you're such a poser. What What is this? This what What is this? <laughs> she was making fun of them because all they do, which is true, at the end, of, like in the middle of the we about to fight scene, they decide to do this pose thing and we do this back to back circular motion. And that's what happened for like three mo- Avengers movies straight. Dog, I felt like she was so shit in the heat of battle yeah in the heat of battle wow and then she called herself out on it because she land inside of the compound and she tried to do the land like black widow and she went <laughs> like that whole thing dog that shit was funny it was spot on i felt like that's she was 4-4. yeah that's not saying what yeah yeah it it so i give it a slumper because of that man she made right. the movie so, so. slumper Jamel, conversation. I feel it's like I think that was another guessing. Like honestly, I I like the family dynamic stuff. I do think the mom was kind of shit, but like she was easily the worst member of that family. Be it for me, my emotion can't get up to being angry enough at this movie to give it like a like anything more than a slumper. Like it's it's a movie. Like it is movie. Yeah, you watch this and and it's movie. And I honestly, like, again, if this movie came out after Civil War and we really did explore her backstory, I would be more interested mm-hmm. in it because after all this little turmoil that they've been through. But we know, we know how this shit gonna end. We know, oh, she gonna die. So yeah. it, it robs the it robs the movie a little bit of that emotionality. And honestly, I don't think this is a good finale for Black Widow. No, I honestly it, don't. Think this is a heroic send off. She, in my opinion. She got shafted with the send-off. Tony Stark got a whole ass funeral scene and it was oh beautiful. And then they even had that extra deleted scene where everybody did the uh the Kaepernick and just took a knee and respected Tony. But Black Widow got nothing. It was that one scene where Thor got not Thor, where Hulk threw something in the lake. And that was about it. Like Clint, like honestly, like I think it would have been nice if in the Hawkeye TV show at the very least, hey, like maybe we see we flash back and we see Clint and his family and, you know, they do like a little memorial for her because Natasha, that was his ride or that. That was his girl. They named one of their kids after her. 
Like, so you figure like, hey, Nat, like, hey, let's let's do this for Nat. But for me, it's a slumper. It's C minus C plus area. It, it'll graduate college, but it ain't going to do it with no numbers. We can I, move on. I'm going to say, and, and, and we're definitely going to move on. This is definitely relates to She-Hulk as well. I'm kind of frustrated that they didn't um, make that bar scene. That should have been uh, a, a tribute to um, Natasha. Natasha helped uh, Bruce build that that bar mm-hmm. instead of Tony Stark. I feel like that because like they had a fucking tight ass relationship, and to sit there and say that like how much he was like so emotional about that shit at the end of uh, Endgame, like, I got couldn't bring it back. I tried my best to bring it back, but he couldn't. You know, and to know that like he had this thing that he rubbed on on the backstrap bar. This is a kind of a spoiler for people who didn't watch the Street Hawk term. They uh, uh, Bruce is talking to his cousin, um, talking to his cousin Jennifer, and he's rubbing on the actual uh, the wood on it because it actually has TD and, and um, BB on there, and that should have been an actual kind of like a moment. I just I I feel like this though. I feel like Vision uh walked so that uh Natasha could run. Um and for Tony Stark to fly, none of this shit would never happen if it wasn't for the deaths of Vision and Black Widow. I don't understand why we celebrated and like commemorated fucking him as much as we forgot about Vision being a fucking entity that died. I see why Wanda went crazy, which we're gonna we're gonna kind of talk about later, and I could see why some people would be frustrated with the other Avengers. And let's go into the fucking movie. We agree, Slumper. Uh, JT says Sleeper is the next movie on deck. Shang Chi: The Legend of Ten Rings. Yes. Look, what I tell you that this movie is skippable. God I mean, damn. It. Like this movie is so meh. Damn. Meh. Damn. And like when you when you when you uh, wait, Black Widow or Shang Chi? Shang Chi. Hmm? Black Widow or Shang Chi? You're saying it's skippable? Yes. <laughs> Damn. Shang Chi is skippable because when you are alone in the world and you find your sibling is still alive, are you gonna fucking act cold to them? Are you gonna invite them in and be like, "Where you been? Tell me everything." Uh, you Chad, know what I'm saying? Is uh Shang Chi uh, skippable? So <laughs> let's let's ask that a question. So go ahead, uh, JT. Finish what you were saying. No, nah, go ahead and say they call. We can't. We we can Like this is a fun discussion because yeah. I'm. It, there's gonna be some disagreement. Yeah. Look, Aquafina was the best part of that movie. That's not a compliment. That's just because she had the most interesting lines. Doing that black snake. Oh like, how you call it Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, and you don't talk about the fucking Ten Rings ever, ever. Did you know the Ten Rings kidnapped Tony Stark and Iron Man 1? We don't even hear a ripple of that shit. It was like they forgot they was the same organization. That's how shitty this movie is, y'all. They did no world building. They did no research. Oh, my God. The movie was a giant disappointment. Look, and I came in really happy. I was like, look, we got... You know, all Asian cast. Let's go. I'm about to get up in here. We about to dip our toes into some cool shit. What do we get? Another third act at CGI Bukaki. Ain't nothing real in that motherfucker to fight on. Just but the green screen. It is so boring when you do this stuff. Practical effects make a better movie. And Marvel has not figured out how to simply do that because they do not know their characters. That's why. 
So this was another movie that suffered from the, the directors and, and I don't know if it was actors. Hell, it might have been the actors, but it was pretty much everybody involved in making that movie felt like they didn't know the source material because that movie should have been cool. Should have been the coolest movie in phase four, but it wasn't for some reason. That's that's terrible. Somebody else talk. I'm mad. All right. For me, Don Chi, I think I'm agree with Wakia. It ain't skippable, but it's watch one timeable. That is that's hilarious. That is a that is a, a an astute observation. For me, I think the fighting scenes, the act like the actual like martial arts scenes in the beginning, those were dope. I think Sean, that bus scene especially, that was dope. I kind of like the dynamic between uh Shang-Chi and uh and Aquafina's character. But the problem is that I'm not really the biggest Aquafina fan. And so if you ain't a fan of Aquafina, your patience with this movie is gonna be it's gonna run a little bit. And the black suit stuff, and that that like the actual like their father, Win Wu, I think he's actually one of the the, the better villains because I like it. Like I like his performance and the actor is really good. The problem is is that it is it's kind of where, where JT is coming from. It's that third act. Like the C, the overly CGI Dragon Ball Z esque. Ooh, let's do all the CGI stuff. It was too much. Like I would have. It would have been dope if it was just like if you're gonna do this big fight. Like have a big martial arts battle. Like use like practical stuff. You ain't have to go as mystic with it. And like using the rings. Like I do think the little choreography with them fighting with the rings was cool. But it's for me. It's another, it'd be a low B. Like, I can't go to it being like a D. Y'all are it, way too nice on these movies, man. That movie was shit. JT, JT, have patience. <laughs> have patience. <laughs> My friend, have patience. The anger is coming. Let it go. Let it go. It's worth it. <laughs> Let it go. Yeah. Don't Again, worry. This is another C. This is another C minus student getting through college. It's, it'll get you. It'll do. But it ain't gonna it ain't gonna be special. Like, oh, this sentence right it's like you write a paper and you get like a 75 and a hundred, and it's just like, oh, your teacher might compliment a <laughs> yo, your teacher might compliment like a paragraph or two, but then it's just like the rest is just like, eh, it's all right. Like yeah, you you did enough to pass. Like oh. that's, that's what this the black widow word. They did just enough to pass. Right, oh. that's a D. Not a C, that's a D. Um, uh, I feel like this one is gonna be a short conversation too. Dog, uh, <laughs> I don't think it's skippable, bro. And I fucking like Chase Song Chi, dog. Um, <sighs> look, XD, hold on, XD, trying to call me on the comments. I'm not too critical of the shit. The fact is, if you know what the source material is. Every nerd I know can shit a better storyline than what the fuck we got with Shang-Chi and Black Widow and the Eternals and the rest of the fucking movies in phase four. They all suck. I tell you what, this was the first phase that we came on. And I was like, what movies are in this mug? Jamel rattled off all the movies. I was like, oh, I'm not watching one of them. Not a one. <laughs> fuck all them movies. Why? Because they all suck. The problem we got with Marvel, and it's systemic, y'all, it's systemic. They do not understand the source material. They don't respect the source material, and so therefore they just pull some shit out like, oh, well, what can the guy do? Well, I guess he got some rings and shit. Okay, I'll work with that. 
But dog, this shit is so boring. They didn't need the fucking dragon in Shang-Chi to make an interesting third act. His dad should have been the big bad guy he got to overcome. And then he has to wrestle with the familiar ties versus what he knows to be right in his heart. That is such a stronger thing than, oh, let's go fight this fucking dragon. Who cares? At least we got the Mandarin. Because we found out that he is the Mandarin. And the Ten Rings have been around for hundreds of years running stuff in the shadow. So again... We got them killed, the Wakandans. The squirrels probably been fucking shit up. Like, there's there's way too many of these clicks in there. Oh, and uh, in between Shang-Chi and, uh, and Black Widow, Loki came out, so we found out that the TVA exists. And so free will is not really a thing in the MCU. So. Um, but yeah, C-minus. Go ahead, history. Um, <laughs> Goddamn. Um, yeah, now let me finish putting up this poll real fast. But, uh, so two minutes on the clock right now. I'm putting on the actual poll right now. So, is uh, Shang-Chi a winner, edger, slumper, sleeper, or dumpster? Uh, with that, I, I liked it, man. It it did not suck as bad as you can't hear. You can't hear me. Can you hear me now? Okay, gotcha. There you go. All right, I had to cut the microwave microphone from the microphone. Yeah, microwave. No, I was saying microphone. (laughs) Um, so I liked it. I would say that I wouldn't give it a slumper, bro. I would give it an edger. I enjoyed the the, some of the actual uh, Easter eggs inside of it. I thought it was a fun movie because of fact. We came off of Black Widow. We came off of these TV shows. And it's this is a movie that felt like it just had it didn't really have too many dull spots. It felt like it had a lot of action in one scene. Now, granted, the best fight scene is actually not the the third act. It's actually in the first act where we actually have the fucking fight scene on the, the bus. That was the most exciting fight for hey, me. Why was that the best part of the movie though? <laughs> Because uh, I agree with you, I agree with you. This is not. This is why it's not a winner for me, though, because of the fact that I do agree with you that it was a CGI fight all the way at the end. I think that a lot of these movies fall into this category of the CGI fights. Um, I think that that's where the comment that we made for Phase Three for sure is that none of this shit is local anymore. And Shang Chi did come off as local, and that's what's exciting. This fight was happening in the middle of fucking San Francisco, whereas we went to a whole fucking mystical realm in the back of the woods of fucking China somewhere. And um, it, it kind of dulled it out because of the fact that I felt like it would have been fucking poetic, dog, if the dragons, excuse me, were related to the mom in a better way or some kind of fucking way. I don't know. In some weird ass way, I want to say. I just felt like uh, it just that last scene it made no sense for a guy who had over three to four thousand years of of knowledge to be convinced by whatever this whole thing was to actually open up this door to his wife um also this was an avengers level event where was fucking scott it's the avengers level event here's the problem with fucking avengers that's the thing. Ain't really no Avengers. But Scott was Don't there. It's in San Francisco. It's in San Francisco, dog. Where is Scott? What is Ant-Man? Ant-Man ain't got no squabbles. Bruh. How you gonna fight a dragon? 
history. History. I'm gonna need you to stop saying that it's shit. It's a vicious okay? level event. If you know, you gotta give me. You gotta give me a pass on this, dog. Because of the fact that nah. if their job is to protect fucking their people around, you can't sit there and say that there are these different like groups of people in this specific area. Then you know what? Shang Chi should have been in nah, North Dakota. Shang Chi should have been in North Dakota. Dead. Shang Chi should have been in Seattle. It shouldn't have happened. You can make a poll. Make y'all make a poll. Fuck it. Stop saying stuff. You ain't gonna disrespect me on this, dog. Because no, if you if you stop looking at the shit from One Punch Man levels, how? How? Look, how? You gotta stop saying that if this got loose, it could ruin the whole world, and therefore we need all of the Avengers. Nigga. That happens in How? every movie. <laughs> How? Oh, my oh God. dude, with a fucking if blade, gets loose, a burning he's blade is cutting the world. up a bus. That's an Avengers level event, huh? No. Nigga. Captain America handling that shit. <laughs> Oh, my How? God. You got it. A fucking robot. He's ruining the whole investing world. Investing in the Shane Chi. is way too much energy to be investing. Bro. I'm telling you, not everything is an Avengers level. Here is, that's my, Even my problem, though. The whole world I get will it. be doomed if it happens. I, I get it that Shang-Chi is not as important. I think the best show that did a really good job by making something that is not Avengers level a, a level event has been fucking essentially Hawkeye and uh and Miss Marvel. But we ain't talking about them. This is a fucking rogue bus that's going down there. And nobody is fucking talking about th this fucking like random bus crash that's happening. And nobody's going to stop this shit at all. I am tired of like the unrelativity and shit like that. There's no <laughs> there's no connection to this shit. You didn't even give me the blue blob that was going to take over the planet and Guardians of the Galaxy. That was an Avengers level event. But you, oh, get, then you gotta give me this. Avengers can only do the whole Earth. They could... Everything they can San ruin Francisco the whole earth. Earth, <laughs> Come on, give me this. All right, dog. No, we gonna move on for this. It, to me, it's an edge, dog. It's fun. It's a fight scene. The fucking fight scene. The fight scene on top of the fucking skyscraper was dope as fuck. How he saved uh, Aquafina from falling off the goddamn building. That was dope as fuck. You know what? I'm gonna trump you. I just wanna spite you. I'm gonna give this a motherfucker winner. Fuck that. This is a winner. It's a better you know, movie. The record state that it was not actually a winner. It was a winner out of spite. It is pettiness. Pettiness did that. This was a slumper at best. This is an edger, dog. No, even the polls said it. Sixty-seven percent said it was a uh, it was a winner. I mean, uh, edger. It let's was move a, on. Let's move on. Go for it. We'll be here all night, on, and we've still got a couple more to go to and support them. Wakia, uh, I get it. I, I get it. You're biased, but guess what? This is, he's not the voice of reason on this one. He lost this I'm one. Voice of reason, because we were investing too much energy in a movie that's at best a B. At best. Ranges between B and D. I'm not saying it's a B, sir. not that good. I'm not saying it's a B. I'm saying it's between a B and a D. I said it's a C. What if Sir gave it a B winner? Colonels. Wait, what was that? If Shang-Chi is a B, what is Eternals? <laughs> I didn't, first off, I didn't say Etern uh, 
What's the name of the fuck up because it's the next movie that also sucks in phase four. Oh, uh, this is for, this is the most sleeperish sleeperish movie in the entire phase four and maybe in the entire MCU. I don't care about the Eternals at all. You introduce this entire team of people, basically these powerful, ever-living people, and they don't do shit. What like then there's the whole Thanos matter up. <laughs> like this so, like I do not like this movie. I don't plan on rewatching this movie because I was bored. I was fully awake in the theater. I was trying to pay attention. And we've already <laughs> talked about this. I think we already talked about this a few months ago. So yeah. It is for me, it's boring. It is a D because it's uninteresting. Like I in eternal so far, like there's nobody. Nope, nobody in the Avengers in this world notices this giant ass corpse mountain oh, oh, thing. Oh, now it's Oh, now it's not. No, it happened. It happened in a random island in the middle of the the Pacific. It's a. It's a. It's not. A, it's now. Jason, no, I'm done. Jason, Jason, I, I was continuing. Please let me finish this you go, thought. You go. You go. Put my government out there like that. All right, I see you. Yes. Yes. Like we need to cut. We're done. Like we get Avengers levels. The Avengers don't exist. That's why we don't have a full event. Ain't no Avengers. Ain't no Avengers here. That's why we can end that. Eternals. Like the the team is broken up. They're they're broken up. Eternals. Boring. I don't find it interesting. It's a slump. It is a slumper. It's a sleeper. It's both. You slumping over in your chair while you sleep. It is a D minus at best. The only thing keeping it from being the worst movie in Phase Four is because we haven't gotten to it yet. So yeah, y'all, th- this is y'all time. Y'all put y'all, y'all invest y'all energy in Eternals. Feel good about yourselves when you go to sleep. <laughs> I ain't got a whole bunch to say about Eternals except for that's the shit that made me put on this fucking Batman shirt. Because I'm like, I'm done with this Marvel shit. Let's go oh on to DC. You want me to talk about Eternals? That's how bad that movie is. Oh my god! I came over to my house one time. It was like, oh, we gotta watch a movie together as a family. What are we gonna watch? The Eternals? <laughs> nope, can't do it. I'll be in the basement. Bye. I ain't, I ain't doing it. I'm not having family time if it means I gotta watch that movie again. All right. I'm gonna give y'all this. I have to admit the bus scene in Shang-Chi, according to two votes, uh, was not an Avengers level event. I, I firmly agree, but I do think Ant-Man should have showed up. But um as far as the Eternals, man, I I I I'm gonna give this a sleeper. Uh the reason why I think it's a sleeper is because of the fact that they did not utilize their cast at fucking all. I think that Oh my e- god. I think that Eternals was their way of saying, "Guess what? We got Batman in our, uh, our universe. Guess what? We got we got fucking uh, Green Lantern, and we got Wonder Woman, and we got uh, Superman in our universe." And they even no, made they it. literally name dropped Batman and Superman in the fucking thing. Yeah, they they named it added nothing to the movie. Um, I. I had a problem with it, man. We can put a wrap on this too. I honestly, we can put a wrap on this. One. Let's move on. Well, we uh, we got to ask the chat. Don't do it. It's not good for your health. Uh, you mean I'm gonna I'm gonna have people just rate it? You mean do you do you rate it as well? But we can we can keep going. Dumpster fire shit. It's, it's <laughs> Damn. half hours just dragging you through the mud just uh, because. Mar- I, at this point in time, when the Eternals came out, I really asked myself: Is Marvel stress testing us? <laughs> to see what bullshit that we will still pay for, because that's what it feels like. Um, 
I don't know if they were stress testing us, but I do feel like uh, they were trying to they were trying to see what's in their their their. I feel like they were trying to recapture lightning like they did with Guardians of the Galaxy. And I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy really, really we we gotta admit how fucking lucky we had we had Guardians of the Galaxy with James Gunn. We were so fucking lucky with Guardians of the Galaxy. Because Guardians of the Galaxy is fucking boring. It's not really as fun as it makes seem like. It it it, it's it's ragtag group, yes, but very fucking boring. Performances, right? Huh? But it's the strength of the performances in Guardians that that sells the movie. Yeah, I, right? I would I would agree. I would agree. With I would agree with that. Three minutes. But on you the... didn't have that. And didn't no, nobody gives a shit about these friggin' Eternals. Yeah, I, I they would... were the worst. Like it, it for real was like, oh hey, let's grab a bunch of high uh, you know high profile names. You know what I'm saying? We got Rob Stark and we got Tomb Raider up in this piece and a couple other people and you know we got Paperboy in this mug. Yeah, but real it, like this <laughs> shit was so whack. It, Nobody it, like nothing. It did not feel like these people had known each other for a couple of eons. Yeah, it didn't feel like these people were even interesting. XD it, over here talking about it wasn't supposed to be a superhero movie. Like, why the fuck they got superpowers? That's my um, question. Here is and my then thing when they too. figure out what their whole purpose is, it's not even like some kind of existential. Oh no, that's you know we want to revolt against the way we were created. It wasn't even like that. It was just like nah, nigga, we ain't gonna do that shit. We decided against it. Hit. Oh, well, you've done that before. We're just going to yoink you out. My it Also, another one of my dilemmas is that, like, this was Ego's people. Am I am I wrong? Ego was a celestial. Correct? Yeah, he was. So, we're not going to talk about that? <laughs> Guardians no, of the Galaxy no, covered no, a whole. We're not. Clearly, we're not. Clearly, we're not. <laughs> we're not we can move on. <laughs> Am I not? Like, and, and also on top of that, uh, Icarus. Too much, and also, you are thinking too much. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to do my due diligence. Here, here's the thing. This man wrote me in a text message. We got to do our due diligence. This noble motherfucker here to to my right here that side. Oh, we gotta we gotta make sure we actually try to cover these movies and do our due diligence. When we said that we wanted to cover, we wanted to skip some of these movies. We wanted to skip this movie. Oh my god, Jamal! It looks like you're doing high school pictures all over again, bro. <laughs> we said that we. I don't know what's wrong. Skip my camera it keeps freezing. Like my camera it keeps freezing and so now I'm just pro. like the shit you sent your grandma. Oh look at my grandbaby. She go she gonna send you a card with a word that was original in it. So from that picture. So technically, like the planet Earth really had nothing to worry about technically, if in theory, because of the fact that it would have just been a living planet. But no, nah, these motherfuckers was like, no, nah, we're gonna come out as a Galactus. And that's the one thing I was telling, I think I told you, JT, is that like when I first watched Eternals, and then when I got to the point where they was talking about, oh, these celestials are coming and they're destroying and eating the planet, I was like, oh fuck, we got Galactus. And you would think. You would think. And that shit didn't happen. Um, I thought that their reasoning didn't make no goddamn sense to de- oh. uh, defend each other and help each other out. So uh, I agree, sleeper, hands down. I agree with the fucking like the one person who voted. Definitely, Eternals is a sleeper. All right, next movie, man. Go ahead, Jamel. 
Spider-Man No Way Home. <sighs> this was the only good Wait, movie in the whole series. Plus, this this might be the best movie of Phase Four. It is if you consider it part of Phase Four. That shit is Sony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of heavy Sony in this. One. Yeah, I think this I, is I legitimately. I think this is a legitimate A for me, at least. I think the introduction and the using of the Sony characters definitely pulls its weight and in a weird way it kind of highlights how weakly built some of the elements of the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies are but everything else was just A1 it was fun seeing Green Goblin again like Willem Dafoe gives another great performance and it's different from the first one from uh, way back in 2002 Jamie Foxx dripped up from uh Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh, Alfred Molina as Spider-Man was. Dog, everyone was cool. Like everybody that showed up and was in the movie, I liked it and I enjoyed it. Now there were some stuff that I'm I'm not really a fan of. I don't like how almost reckless Doctor Strange is in this one. Like it seems like he like somebody could have like talked with Peter, like, hey, nigga, you're gonna have to deal with the world knowing that you're Spider-Man. No, he's like, ah, I'm a magic, I'm I'm a magic beast. Also, the scene where uh, he tells them to Scooby-Doo this shit, Zendaya, like, I get it. Zendaya, she is the it actress, but I do think it's a little stupid that she was just like, hey, this is kind of your fault. Nah, son, this is Peter's fault. This, this is Peter's fault. Blame him. Yeah. And, of course, I don't like them. And it's something that, we, like, you mentioned the poser thing in, uh, in Black Widow. This phase seems like they're making fun of a lot of elements of either the MCU or Marvel. And not in a really like, hey, this is some fun. It's almost in a damn near disrespectful way because she just laughs her ass off. Like they laugh at the name Dr. Octopus or Otto Octavius. And I'm like, is that necessary? Like, is that joke necessary? It really doesn't. It seems unnecessary to add that in. It's just like, yeah, Otto Octavius. It's a name, a lit, like two O's. Like, who cares? Like, why are we making a joke about this? But the action was good. Tom Holland acts his ass off. Like, once Aunt May is dead, um, the villains are cool. Like, Peter gets his ass whooped by Green Goblin, gives oh that man spine. Fucking fit. It was awesome. Like, I love this. This is easily the best movie of Fates 4. And honestly, like, that's not a high part of clear. But it's still, for me, it still works on a lot of levels. So yeah, it does. This one, this one is for sure a winner for um, me. So I firmly consider this part of the actual MCU. Um, I think that uh, I wanted to originally give it an edger, um, but I just enjoyed this movie too goddamn much. Uh, yeah. I, it's a winner because of everything else other than the storyline. Um, I think that the storyline feels fucking broken. Uh, and the reason being is because of the fact that like obviously somebody could have told this man just go talk to your career counselor your school counselor or some shit like that go talk to the estate of Tony Stark like you had all the resources right then and there Tony Stark showed that he was going to actually take care of you in the end of the end of life and that was that was cool but it also shows that like Sony, neither MCU knows how to write a storyline for Spider-Man himself. Uh, Spider-Man himself, uh, 
this was the first storyline that had nothing to do with Tony Stark out of the first uh the other three movies that came out. You mean Far From Home, No Way Home, and uh Homecoming. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh yeah, Far From Home and then also Homecoming. So out of the three movies, two, the first two was a toning for t- Tony Stark shit. This one kind of started off. We got a tone for the fact that Tony Stark had a villain that didn't fight him, that was too scared to fight him, and then now going up to against this fucking kid. Um so I felt like this was problematic because of that i felt like this still stank of like robert downey jr even though robert downey jr is not his fault i'm not even saying it's nothing wrong with it i think that mcu just can't let go of him and having so many characters pay for his sins so um that was the problem i love the fact that the dynamic that like and i was kind of heartbroken by the idea that Tom Holland got the fucking Uncle Ben that he never got to have. Whereas all the rest of them, Tobey Maguire and also Andrew Garfield's uh, Spider-Man got an Uncle Ben. And Toby, uh, Uncle Ben wound up being three different people. It wound up being Aunt May and then also on top of that, uh, the other two Spider-Mans. You know, more specifically Tobey Maguire, especially when he got stabbed at the fucking end and they were trying to stop him from beating and giving these hands to fucking Green Goblin. So um, I felt like that was heartbreaking, especially to sit there and say that they got to go off and then um, leave Tom Holland with his his shit at the end of the day. Um <laughs> But it does show how reckless uh, Dr. Strange is. Dr. Strange is super damn reckless in this whole this whole damn series. Uh, how did think he wasn't in Infinity War. In Infinity War, he was actually more calculated and careful. But in mm-hmm. here, in, in Far From Home, or sorry, No Way Home, and in Multiverse of Madness, Strange has some recklessness to him, and it's kind of out of crazy man he he's completely like reckless uh so uh, currently the rating for uh far from home is winner um thanks a lot for the people who actually voted on that one Uh, let me holler at you about about no way home real quick go ahead my favorite part of spider-man was right at the end of that mug where madam webb and all them and all his different doppelgangers and shit got together that was the coolest crap to me that multiverse theory stuff. And for that for that mess to come on the big screen was nothing short of sensational. That No Way Home is the best Spider-Man movie we have ever gotten. And I tell you what, if that movie ain't a winner, you ain't watching movies right. Um, I'm glad you, you said something that actually caught my ear. It's weird how the Avengers, how Sam had money issues and Falcon soldier because you would figure tony stark was a super billionaire you would figure that hey let me break off my team members my teammates especially the ones who were in jail let me get them at like one or two million each be like hey my bad like you know this is for y'all to kind of set you up especially the ones who were dead like he could have figured something out to like look out for his people after he died like he made sure peter got them glasses and made sure this child got access to drones he could have gave like Sam and Bruce gave him at least like one or two mil a piece. Like Pep, I hell Pepper could have did that, and that's what like shit. Why didn't Sam go to Pepper in Falcon and Winter Soldier? Like why didn't he? You know what? We ain't talking TV shows. Like, we not. We ready. not. But at the same token, if, off, if we if we off, go ahead, JT. I can hop in your history to your point. 
Tony Stark ain't Batman. He ain't got contingencies for everything. He probably didn't think he was going to turn up dead. But I, I, I agree with history. I'm so tired of everybody acting like everything had to do with Tony Stark. The reason they did that is because Marvel does not believe in their own characters. They don't believe that their own stories and their own villains and their own problems can stand on their own. Yeah. So they do this bullshit world building to act like this shit is somehow connected when in reality, all they're doing is undermining their heroes. Yeah. I hated the fact that Spider-Man was on Tony's dick for everything. He was on Tony's dick for the new suit. He was on Tony's dick for the for the war suit from Infinity War. He was on Tony's dick for the whole uh, uh, homecoming. The whole shit was all about Tony Stark and nothing about how Spider-Man and his ingenuity could shine. Yeah. And I feel like when we got No Way Home, we finally got to see Spider-Man untouched for the most part because we know we still had some Tony Stark shit in there because of Happy. But but Spider-Man, for the most part, was untouched by Tony Stark. And that was the reason I thought that movie shined so hard. Um, Shirokazi said, I'm okay with them moving away from uh, May, honestly. I said no. I say that we should have kept uh, Aunt May. I get why she wanted to leave. It, it she it was because she wanted to leave. It wasn't because of the fact that she was she was it was done for her. I'm just think that we should have had Aunt May be in a coma or some shit like that. Or we see that she could have still yeah she could have just been not important. Oh, Aunt May is somebody that I call on the phone once a movie or whatever and get a, and get a voicemail. <laughs> Yes. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. don't have to sit here and act like Aunt May is, is Spider-Man's mom. He's going off to college. You yes. don't need a mom no more. Yeah. He a grown ass man now. Um also and then also on our on our uh poll, uh Doctor Strange was voted re- reckless. Now, I am gonna say this, man. Um we need Aunt May. I think um uh, when there was no Madam Webb, that was what Aunt May was for Spider-Man and Miles Morales. And this is why I don't think that this universe, a lot of people say that like this universe will be the universe of Miles Morales. I don't think the one with Tom Holland is going to be the universe of Miles Morales. I think the universe of Miles Morales is going to be MCU, hands down, the Disney universe. Um, It makes the most sense, especially because of the fact that they have the whole fucking Spider-Friends on there. So especially with uh, America Chavez, with Captain Marvel, uh, I'm sorry, Miss Marvel. It it just rounds out that it's going to be Miles Morales in this universe. Um, yeah, Tom Holland is in this universe. He's in the he's MCU. Borrowed. He's borrowed in this universe, but yes, he he is in the MCU. I just don't see how it's going to. It was a mistake not to include him in No Way Home because when you got all these different Spider Mans and you cr- you bringing people into the universe who know that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Why would Miles Morales not have popped up then? That is a complete missed opportunity and the only glaring problem I had with with No Way Home. Yeah, I, I guess my, my glaring problem with that would be is that like what's going to happen with um, all the shit when Andrew Garfield goes back to fucking New York and what's going to happen when fucking Tobey Maguire go back to New York because like that was the whole thing about Mary Jane. You know, so because uh, to know that there's not a Peter Parker, you I mean that's a fucking big fucking thing that we just cannot cover. Uh, I'm going to say it's a winner. Here's another part of my problem with the, the storyline: Why did the symbiote be left behind? Was left behind? 
or Venom later. But why? We could, we could Black Suit Spider Man sometime. We can get it because of the fact that we're bringing a Fantastic Four in there too. So you know, history. Yes. You are doing too much with this thinking. You are thinking more than the writers are. Let's move on. But isn't that the to... problem, though? This, that's what we kind of complained about, is the fact that they weren't thinking. Yeah, yeah. Because nerds put more thought yeah. into the shit than the people who made the fucking movie. That makes no sense, though. Like, it, uh, like hands down, if symbiotes is supposed to be a one being, a hive mind mentality, all of the symbiotes should have been gone. So, realistically, I mean, it, for them to leave a raindrop size of uh, the symbiote doesn't make sense. Especially if they're all a part of fucking um, Brock, uh, Brock in, in the uh, other MCU for the Sony. It just makes no goddamn sense. To have the symbiote be a hive mind doesn't make a lot of sense about what a symbiote is. Yes. You know, a symbiotic relationship is I feed off of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, to have the symbiotes be a hive mind is like, we feed off of you. And that is not at all how the symbiotic relationship works. But that's the how symb- they treat it in the, in the, in the Venom movies. It is. It is. But the, but in, in the cartoons, the symbiote got on Spider-Man. Spider-Man realized this shit is making me violent. I got to get rid of this mess. Go up to the bell tower, get shit shaken off. It goes on to Eddie Brock. And then next thing you know, Venom is over here whooping Spider-Man like, we know all about you, Parker. We Yeah, you know everything is we. Yeah. So, and so like, you don't get much of that shit in the new stuff. Yeah. And it's simply, again, because they didn't read the source material. Yes. That's why they wanted to come up with this bullshit that doesn't make sense. Um, But other than that, man, I, I agree with the, the, the Paul Oves. Uh, it's a winner because the movie is fun. It is fun. Figuring out if uh, Tobey Maguire shoots it out of his dick, that's fun. Uh... Like they was, they asked that question, bro. It's not me. They they asked that question. It was fun. Um, too. It was it was a very stupid joke. But you mean we also had She Hulk. So uh, going into the next movie, what's what's the next one? It is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And all right, so the con- if you didn't watch WandaVision, you are going to be confused. As fuck. Yeah, go back to early in the show when we did the whole paywall discussion thing. Now, I watched WandaVision, and I'm going to say this, and like, let me be clear. Wanda was fucked up in WandaVision because she kidnapped and tortured a whole town, an entire town of people, to live out her fucking Leave it to Beaver, Malcolm in the Middle, in the middle fam- fantasy with their family. Like, I'm sorry. People can't keep saying, like, oh, Wanda shouldn't have been a villain. She was, like, that was a villainous thing. I'm sorry. I know she was grieving. I know people do crazy shit when they grieve. But it ain't no excuse, and there's no reason for us to give her a pass because, like, she tortured those people. Some of those people were just like, hey, just let us die. Like, this lady literally told her, like, hey, can I see you? Know? And then at the end, it's just like, they had a uh, old girl was like, they're not going to know what you sacrificed. Fuck her, fuck them kids, fuck Vision. You kidnapped and tortured me. You took months of my life. Fuck you and your family, asshole. Yes, you got trauma. Everybody got some type of trauma. My dad beat me when he was a kid, not me. You you get what I'm saying? People, <laughs> Bruce Banner, at least. When them kids. That being said, this movie, I would give it an edger because one, I think Wanda as a villain, which she is, she tortured those people, 
And she murders a lot in this movie. Goddamn, does she murder. She is a good villain. She is a good psycho villain. She she jabronis out the Illuminati so ruthlessly. She turned Mr. Fantastic, the alleged smartest man in the universe, into a queenie and popped this man's head like a zit. She, like, had Mr. Fantastic, I don't know, not mention anything about Black Bolt's mouth, he could have killed her. But hey, you know, smartest man in the universe. What mouth took Black Bolt whole thing and blew his mind? Goddamn, I guess no Captain Marvel has real squabbles because she got crushed. And then, of course, I can do this all day. And she got fucking, she got bisected. Like, uh, like she was freezing Dragon Ball Z. Wait, wait, she wait. wrecked the shit out of that. I got to make this comment real fast. Two, two comments real fast. Um, I love the callback that she tried to do with Civil War and like Captain America. Get it? I, that's perfectly fine. With the, I can do this all day. <clears throat> Black Bog spends his whole time being quiet. Why did the first thing he do is scream? Especially if he knew what his power was, right? Doug, I, I, as one who struggled through the Inhumans, the TV show, that, yes. that shit was terrible. You better than me. They see that shit. <laughs> it was bad. But I know to to have somebody like Black Bolt in a room with somebody, and not even so much as whisper. Black Bolt is the best analogy of a dragonborn that we got in cinema now. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody who understands that every word that come out of their mouth has power. Honestly, this is the way I live my life. I act like the things that I say, that shit is going to come to pass. So I do not say stuff that I don't want to see happen in the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And to have somebody like Black Bolt, who knows I can just erase you by saying hi. And for him to just sit on it is stupid. Oh, but we got him and he's going to shout at you. Mm-hmm. You know, like why He's the smartest man in the universe. Like, smartest dude in the universe, and he and he gave away their plan. But yeah, yeah, maybe the smartest I, dude in that universe. Because yeah, I enjoy this movie, but like thinking back on it, there is so little of consequence that happens with Doctor Strange himself because nothing from his movie, his first movie, picks up in this one. We talked Baron about this. Mortimer, the guy who was just like, "Hey, I'm gonna go around and I'm snatching powers." out your body like Magneto in the first X in the second X-Men movie that doesn't come up we get him we get a Morto but he's not in this universe like we don't like the threads of his first movie aren't really picked up that much in this one and once again strange like I like strange I like the performance but also another weak point of this and look I'm also giving black and brown folks more opportunities in Hollywood. I like when new characters are introduced and all that. Jesus Christ is America Chavez born. She is she's not an interesting character in this movie. She's not really like I don't even know if she's that interested in the comics, but in this movie, they do they do not make me want to be like, ooh, let me read some of this America Chavez stuff. She's let's she's, talk about why she's so bad though, homie. The reason she's so bad is they never once talk about the ins and outs of her power they don't do that with nobody in the entire mcu they don't ever talk about the nitty-gritty and the details of why this person got powers how they got them how they came to be the limits the other stuff this is what any good comic will delve into with gladness 
Yeah. But just like the MCU, they just sitting over here like, oh, and by the way, she can jump dimensions, I guess. Why? I we don't even, know. I didn't even remember that she fucking jumped dimensions in the comic books, dog. That's I, because I she's boring. I didn't even remember that she did that in the comic books, bro. I just I just remember that she was supposed to be like an off-brand version of Captain America. She had super strength. Um, she was super fast. She was just Captain America in a lot of in a lot of ways. What'd you say? We got none of that in the movie. Yeah. Um And that's what kept the movie to me from being a winner, is because the MacGuffin is now a human, and the human that we got is useless. She don't do shit by herself. If she got this power, she should just be like, well, let me just punch open a, d- a dimension to a doorway that Scarlet Witch actually want to go to. Why does she cooperate with Scarlet Witch and get rid of the crazy bitch from our dimension? She don't even think about that shit. It don't cross her mind once. Well, let me just give her what she wants. Because, and then that Scarlet Witch over there can go somewhere. Because we need another Tony Stark, though. And that's what we kind of no. got at the no. beginning. That's, that's what we're problem. getting, though. That's what we're getting, that. though. And it happened in the very first of the wedding scene where the guy was sitting there, like, asking Dr. Strange, so you couldn't help my cat? Like, you couldn't help my... I mean, we got that. Dip it back in, homie. Huh? Jamel's stuff keeps freezing. I'm trying to get him to dip out dip back in. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> I might just do audio. I don't know what's going on with, with uh, That's okay. video. But, Weird. like, Dr. Strange got blamed for a dude's cat. You mean, he was like, oh, well, I, that was really the only way that we could save the... Like, you was picky about how you got saved, man. <laughs> and I feel like Avengers is just basically, like, especially with the, the the after effects it feels like the incredibles like we got to punish those heroes for saving us in a lot of ways and that's what of uh, what dr strange was showing at the very beginning um as far as the movie itself it tried its best to do so many cameos man um i love uh the octopus that you've seen from like marvel's capcom 2 and for Bla- uh blackheart which by the way i'm surprised that we didn't haven't got blackheart just yet uh at all and not yet at all um but i guess my biggest problem not was really with the illuminati because of the fact that this should have been a universe that we should have introduced a new black panther you know why i've always ultimately said that we should not recast our earth's our universe's black panther we should not recast him we should have a black panther from another universe have basically migrated to our, our universe they had the right idea going forward in 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 uh far from home where we had mysterio he was from a different universe and he came here right um they had the right idea when illuminati uh showed baron mordor uh walking up that should have been black panther because black panther is the one who started the illuminati and so uh and then the argument between Real quick, uh, guys i got i actually have a disney plus commercial playing while i'm watching our stream gotcha <laughs> oh you got a disney plus commercial playing while we've got the stream that's funny yeah. uh this so, is why I subscribe, so I don't have to deal with commercials. Yes. You should, too. You should hit that. Yeah, you should definitely hit that subscribe button so you want to get there with the commercials at all. Uh, and if it's on Prime, you can subscribe for free. Exactly, man. Wait, I've got Prime. Yes. <laughs> subscribe for is this free. This an ad for Amazon. This is turned into an ad, an ad for Amazon Prime. I have Amazon Prime. <laughs> what should I do? If you're on food stamps, guess what? You get a discounted uh, like Amazon Prime membership. Did you know that? 
Amazon Prime is totally worth it for stuff besides The Boys and Invincible. Exactly. So uh, if you're on food stamps, guess what? Apply for your Amazon Prime membership today. I think it was only like, what, $3 a month now for that? So yeah, uh, definitely try that out. Uh, With that, um, I I had a problem with that, man. That was like T'Challa's not being there was a big problem. I love the fact that we had Xavier, but she shut that shit all the fuck way down. (laughs) <laughs> with Xavier, am, am, am I the only person that's seen that? I was mad about that because, uh, in all honesty, Scarlet Witch is not the most mentally stable. She's not, and so I think that the mind where Charles Xavier is the best at doing battle would be his downfall. Is is just an insult to who Chuck actually is. Yeah, and it goes back to my whole point. That the Marvel Cinematic Universe does not respect their characters. Because Wanda should not have been able to walk through all of these MFs together. Yeah. Zero reason why that shit should have been so effortless. Can I ask a question? I know that like he's already passed away, right? No, no, he's still alive. Um, I know that he doesn't really want to be Magneto again. But tell me that movie wouldn't have been really good or even better if Magneto was not there. Instead of Xavier, if because Magneto was Illuminati, bruh, it would have been. I feel like it would have been better because guess right, what? Because like, he would have walked up to like daughter. He would have said some shit like that, right? She ain't his daughter though. That's in, the in thing. The com- in the comic books, he is. Uh, she's not. They've actually that's actually been changed. That's actually been changed more recently. But you and still can use it though. It's a weirdly complicated issue of whether they're mutants or not or there is kids or not it is very convoluted within the comics in the x-men show which they Scarlet reference with with yeah go ahead finish what you're saying and quicksilver are magneto's kids and so to to it's a it's a terrible missed opportunity for anybody who knows that canon yeah it's so, yeah they can write the shit all they want but at the end of the day the old heads who know about this shit we know something's missing yeah, and that's the problem. That's the reason I continue to be unsatisfied with these Marvel offerings is because I'm more. Fam- I feel like I'm more familiar with the source material than the freaking writers of the movies are, and I think that's a problem. Um, but that's why, like, I I I agree. I think that like um, it should have been magneto man I, I can't get over that i i just thought about those like that idea about two days ago man and when i watched it again and i was like her thing was that she was looking for family essentially so to have a guy say that i'm looking for family or if you would have had xavier say i know your father you know what i mean that would have been a different right. fucking thing because right. in, in the main mcu she's not Magneto's daughter. She saw her parents get killed. Now, if they were going to like but retcon we, some stuff and make her Magneto's daughter and say that, hey, Magneto just left her and Quicksilver with these people that they thought were their parents, sure, but that hadn't been established. So she ain't no mutant. She's an experiment who's a witch who yeah, it's it's stupid and it's complicated, but I'm going by the, the logic that they're going by. Well, and, you can't go by that logic because Thor wasn't a god; he was just a celestial being as well. You know what I mean? So we can't we can't really completely go that because MCU can't 
nail down who their char- characters are usually. So, you mean, at the very beginning, her parents were this thing, but then Ultron did say in the movie that you were just a lab creation. You were a lab, like lab rat. You're not really real. And at the very end of it. So it makes no fucking sense to have this, like, kind of limit that part. That makes sense what I'm saying? And also, like I said, again, it probably would have been a mind fuck if even if she would have watched her parents die to be able to have that little part that like, oh, my parents died. She brought her brother back in the fucking TV show indirectly. You mean you mentioned the she brought back. Uh, that was a boner. That was boner, man. Because, you know, we got to have a joke. Yeah. Fuck Quicksilver. Yeah. So I just um that was my biggest problem, man. Uh the Sam Remy joke kind of hit for a bit. And then I just don't feel like I shouldn't have had an end credit scenes with it. Um I get why, but it shouldn't have been the thing. Um Barrow Mordor was also my biggest problem. The argument between Doctor Strange and the beef between them made no sense. Because we have no context of it. So they don't even know each other. That's the stupid thing. They don't even, they know, don't each even o- know each other. They don't even know each other. They don't even know why they're fighting with each other. And so for them to be fighting with each other like they did, it makes no goddamn sense. Baron Mordor excommunicated himself, but he didn't fucking go after Doctor Strange in the Doctor Strange movies. So where's this jealousy came from? Because he didn't show that at the really at the end, he said, I can't do this anymore. Essentially, he said that I can't support this dark uses of power at all. And then he walked away. And so the fight doesn't make sense why he got him riled up. So how does Dr. Strange know that he's jealous? I, I guess the world may never know. Um, but let's go to the fucking next movie, man. I'm sorry. I'm all- oh, hell yeah. This is what this is what I've been waiting for. It is Thor Love and Thunder. So far, the latest movie of MCU Phase 4. We've got another one coming out at the end of the year. But this is where we're ending things. All right. Look, I like Thor Ragnarok. I think it balanced more or less the balance of comedy and the and the and the drama of the series good. But Thor Love and Thunder, I fucking hate this movie. Look. Taika Waititi, I, I like I, I messes with Reservation Dogs on on FX on Hulu. I like Ragnarok, uh, Jojo Rabbit. That was a decent movie, but this movie fucking annoys me. And this year, he has been in too much stuff. He was in Lightyear. He was in this annoying the shit out of you. And then we dating back to Free Guy from last year. I'm tired of Taika Waititi. Chill, I, bro. I flagged this me movie, death. Our Flag Means Death is a good show, but let me be clear. This movie makes me, um, like, really does make me not like Thor, because Thor comes off as such a whiny little bitch because his ex-girlfriend got Mjolnir. Now, y'all both are married. Y'all, I'm sure y'all love doing stuff with y'all significant others. Y'all love spending time with them, and when you find out that you got an interest in, in common, that's, that's a cool thing. Thor should have been over the moon like, Jane, you've got Mjolnir? I've got Stormbreaker. We can go across the universe. We can have adventures. We can fight. But no, what was Thor? He was being a jealous asshole because Mjolnir was serving Jane. Two, how the fuck did Mjolnir come back together? 
I get it. There was a spell on that, but the hammer was broke. How did it get moved into New Asgard? Oh, by the way, New Asgard. Why is there an ice cream shop named after the Infinity Stones? Thanos, the person who massacred them on that ship, who then snapped away another half of them. And they're just like, hey, funny ha-ha joke. Taika, you, my nigga, you was in these movies. Why are you acting like this? Two, Korg. And it's another leads me to another problem with, with the movie. Korg is in too much of this movie. He is... He is annoying. The whistling joke. The like he just inserts himself because it's type of like, hey, I want to be in the movie too, so I'm gonna put Korg in the movie as much as I possibly can. <clears throat> Valkyrie. They gave her nothing, and the things that they gave her were not interesting. I think the force in it leads me to the biggest problem that I have with this movie: the fucking comedy. This is not a funny movie. I understand. Oh, humor is subjective. All art is, is is subjective. That doesn't mean that we can't say, hey, this shit's not funny. The Screaming Goats weren't really funny back in 2012 when the joke first came out. And so in 2022, if the damn show ain't funny, the unnecessary dorkiness of Jane being Thor, when she's fighting, she's cool. When she's not fighting, she's a dork. The first fucking scene that we see her in when she's getting chemo, hey, I like her. But niggas was actually in the theater cheering, like, yeah, clap, clap. This girl is getting chemo and is dying. Why are y'all clapping? Like, this is not a happy moment, you idiots. Oh, my God. Then, Christian Bale as Gore, the God Butcher. First off, he's the God Butcher killing gods. There's no consequences in the universe. There are absolutely zero consequences of what's happening in the universe. Can y'all let me know if y'all can hear me or if my audio has gone out? No, you Bro. you good, man. And also the poll said okay. uh, was split between if uh, Magneto should have been in- introduced and Doctor Strange. Okay. Yeah, Gore. Killing gods, but don't shit happen to the universe. Like, are you killing gods with big Gs or little Gs? Like, I play God of, the God of War games. You kill gods, things happen. Floods happen. The dead walk the earth. Things are generally fucked. Gore is killing gods and nothing happens. Like, oh, that dude's just dead. It's basically he killing random folk. And then why are these celestial eternal gods? Like, they should be worried, but now they're like, ah, who, who fucking cares? Like, Gore is a good villain. He's not in the movie enough. And again, what he's doing, killing gods, really has no consequence. The CG in this movie. Pay your VX artists, stop overworking them, and give these people time to do their jobs. Because there's no excuse, I said this last week, and a damn excuse for Marvel to have any point jank CGI. You make too much money. You are the you are part of Disney, the biggest media corporation on planet Earth. There is not any reason, any solitary reason for you to ever have bad CGI. That is no excuse. Stop overworking people pay them right, and treat them with dignity and respect for the craft that they're doing. Then, for fuck's sake, the big MacGuffin, the whole knowledge into the universe shit, why didn't Thor, hey, Thor, why don't you bring this up when Thanos is just like, oh, hey, uh, there's this thing where we can basically do a Dragon Ball Z wish on like an intergalactic level and basically undo all the shit that Thanos just did with snapping away half the population of the universe. We can undo that. Bam. We're good. No. What does Thor, he just conveniently gets amnesia. Oh, and then Thor, you can power up and share your powers with people? Bro, why didn't you do that during the final battle? Maybe if you did that sooner, 
Tony Stark would still be alive. Everybody, like some of these people, would still be alive. But no, Thor, you forgot. And I get it. Thor, he's jokey and he's all that. But he's it. This movie actively makes me hate Thor. I don't care about Jane Foster. The cancer scene was touching. Like the one scene that I'm really like, oh, that kind of got some emotion from me is when they're in the hospital. When Thor is in the hospital and he's just like, hey, I don't want you to use Mjolnir because you're going to die. You've been out of my life. I love you, blah, blah, blah. That's it. That's the only time I felt a little bit of emotion. The final fight, eh. But everything else. This movie, it's such a disappointment. It is the movie that really is like, okay, I'm kind of tired of the MCU. I don't like the comedy in this movie. The action is subpar. Fuck Ford. Fuck them goats. Fuck these terrible-ass CGI that you berated and forced these people to overwork on. Fuck this movie. It is, without a doubt, a dumpster. I don't... It's a dumpster. Fuck Thor, Love, and Thunder. All right. Well, let me follow up with that by talking about some more problems with the film, huh? First and foremost, Christian Bale is definitely the most interesting villain in Phase 4. We get somebody who get who who starts his life up and gets wronged by some some self some selfish gods and decides, you know what, fuck y'all. If you're gonna be a selfish god, you can die. I completely agree. That's why I rock with the one who sent his son to save me. You know what I'm saying? I like them selfless ones. But let me tell you what, Christian Bale had like five minutes of screen time. Why does why does Marvel continue? To give the coolest villains the least amount of time on the screen. Why? And then on top of that, I don't I don't know what the comic books had to say about this shit. But let me tell you, Jane Foster picking up Mjolnir because she had cancer was a cinematic version of a pity fuck. I said what I said. Oh, God. <laughs> so since I haven't seen it yet, um I I I decide I'm gonna read the actual some of the actual reviews. So this is according to IMDB. Somebody gave it a six out of ten. Enjoyable, but empty uh thor love and thunder does attempt to explore themes of love and loss whilst introducing the mighty thor and putting uh, thor on a journey on self-discovery uh however it sadly doesn't work as well as it should due to a rush uh, pace and way too many jokes that are almost never funny taika watiti man he is too horny of a bastard to keep making these movies for real, like, you're not invited to the orgy was probably one of the funniest lines, but it had no business being in that damn movie. It's, this is a family picture. Doug, for real, why uh, am I seeing Chris, Chris's ass again? I don't need that. Chris, uh, Imagine if they did that same scene where he flicks the clothes off and that was Natalie Portman or uh, or Tessa Thompson. People would have lost their minds. Natalie Portman probably got a worse ass than, than Chris Hemsworth. God, here, here's here's the thing. Uh, two stars. Christian Bale, great performance, wasted in a joke of a film. Christian yep. Bale is great. Russell Crowe uh, has a good moment. Hemsworth is good, but this movie cannot be saved from a terrible script, bad direction, and stupid humor that overstays its welcome. Sounds about honestly. That sums it up pretty good. Um, we can move. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait. We got one star. 
uh, we have a one star. Uh, the one star is saying that it's very, very disappointing. Uh, I'm a huge Marvel fanboy, and here uh, hardly ever have anything bad to say about the MCU, but this was a huge letdown. Ragnarok is easily one of the top five uh, Marvel uh, films, so was very uh so was very excited to see this one but this was really really bad it was boring as hell and none of the jokes landed for me first time in a marvel movie i really wanted to leave or wished it would be uh in already huge waste of gore uh the god butcher and the whole zeus and olympus part was uh so cringeworthy i don't know how this got made it was garbage so uh according to the rating system uh this person would have gave it a dumpster apparently uh and uh xd said it best but it wasn't dark uh dark world so it's not an f but it wasn't ah you got it it's a sleeper it's a sleeper sleeper. i still go i still go dumpster because when comedy is bad been cringy mm-hmm. it can it makes um it, it just drags down a movie even further so even if a movie he, he like his comedy is for 15 year olds <sighs> obviously he's fucking tessa thompson so he loves putting her in everything but i honestly felt like valkyrie was too integral a part of the mcu in general she was <sighs> i mean she ain't that important in the grand scheme of things and I- thor was all like oh yeah, they need a king. Ain't fucking me. Why not? These are your people. You put them on a ship. You brought them here. Now you're just going to nope out of shit? Why? No reason. No reason. <laughs> because he's too much of a bitch to do the job himself well. So, he didn't learn nothing from his dad. That's why. It's no randomly at the end of the movie, Thor becomes a Thor adopts Gore's daughter. And it's a cute little moment because I think that's Chris Hemsworth's actual daughter. I think that's his actual daughter that they fight and run off with the with Mjolnir and Stormbreaker, but who fucking cares? I don't care. Like it's cute that you got to act with your daughter. But I don't care. So I think we can put a bow on the movie reviews and just kind of give our final thoughts on the MCU up to this point. Wait, wait, wait. There's a ten there's a there's a ten star rating. I haven't read a ten star. I don't care. Possibly the greatest movie I ever seen. I walked out of the theater stunned, my mind trying so hard to process what I just watched. Everyone also uh, else coming out of the theater was also speechless. I wish the movie was five hours long because I never wanted it to end. Comedy, action, visual dog. I swear to God, I felt like they were trolling dog. <sighs> a big win in the books for Taiki Watiti. Somebody needs to take his dick out of their mouth. <laughs> XD said that's a bot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he paid money for that review. That dude is strong. Oh, that was well spent. They're trying to be, trying to be cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Jim, uh, so now... Go ahead. I think so now... Let's look forward to what's coming up for Marvel. Just really quickly, uh, I'll just go. Black Panther, man. Can... That's it. Hold on, Jamel. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk about what the best phases are, what the best movies are. Oh yeah. 
Um, I can. I'll go first since I was Japan. I was Japan already, and I interrupted history. So yeah, but we're gonna let you get your 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 little look forward. I'm gonna let you get your look forward in. But right now, I want to know what you thought. A number one, what did you think the best phase was in history? I want to hear from you too. What was the best phase, Jamel? For me, I think for consistency of the movies and the ratio of movies I liked to. I didn't like is close. I'm going to go with phase two because phase two has both the Winter Soldier and the first Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't, when I look at phase three, there's a lot of movies that I just think are okay. I think Civil War, it's fine. I think Infinity War is brilliant. Endgame is too damn long. Black Panther for the culture is cool, but there is a lot of stuff. Now, uh, XD brings up a great point. Thor the Dark World is in phase two. It's close. So I'm changing it to phase three because I forgot that Thor the Dark World was <laughs> Solely based off of that movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, forget that. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, oh Winnesota. Oh, my God. Like, you know what? It's. It's kind of like that fruit of the poison tree or something like that. It's just like, yeah, you attach to a rotten corpse, so you got to suffer for it. And also, I'm not the biggest fan of Iron Man 3. So, yeah, Thor the Dark World, it, it drags that ratio down. So I'm going to go with Phase 3 being the best. Bruh, can we talk about the fact that fucking Thor's mom, who has no combat experience, fed the main villain? In the fucking movie, Thor the Dark World. Huh? He almost ended his whole career. (laughs) In her bedroom, dog. Uh, With her her butter knife. With her her bread knife. Almost fucked that dude up, bro. She pulled a letter opener out and was like, what y'all? Bro, why was it a third act with this dude? Oh my god! If he was, duh! If he was just trained a little bit with like combat, right? You've been waiting like thousands of years for this shit to happen, dog. How did you not like play like so fucking ready to rumble on your Dreamcast or anything? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) See, man, is so fucking bad. Yep. <laughs> uh, like, so what was the best phase history? Um, uh, three, three for me. Duh. three was the best phase for me. Um, uh, I would say in order, hands down, in my personal opinion, it is three, one, two, four. Um, <laughs> wait, which is I that? can feel that. I said I can feel that. Like, that's the weird thing, and I think XD gets that as damn. I really love Winter Soldier Guardians, but it's just like everything else, like it's got Thor the Dark World, and everything else is just so at best it's alright. Like phase one for me, for for me, I I'll go three. Ooh, damn. Three, one, two, four. So the same thing. You would say the same thing. Yeah. It's three, I, one, two, four. Yeah. I wanted to put to switch two, but damn, throw the dark world. Throw the like, you, fuck, you fucking it up. You fucking it up for everybody. Um, 
See, here's the problem with Age of Ultron XD is the fact that like you don't know if he's going through trauma or if he's trying to be funny. And I think that we start to get this comedy arc actually in Age of Ultron, man, more than, than we get it actually from Guardians of the Galaxy. I think we get it from Guardians of the Galaxy, but like in a serious movie context, we start getting that at Age of Ultron because he starts making fucking jokes and shit like that in between that time and they wanted Ultron to be fucking like Joker so bad. You I mean, I don't know, bro. You mean, he was... I mean, if he would have just said, hey, let me watch this, make this pencil disappear, bro, I would have been like, yeah, that's that's obviously Joker. And that's what we was getting. We was getting a lot of fucking Joker vibes off of that one, man. And he couldn't pull that off. Um, but three, um, three, obviously, because of the fact that I f- they have the best movie right now in the MCU, which is, I feel like, is Infinity War. It's the best movie. You walked away feeling like you watched a movie and you was impacted by it because you watched a bunch of people just go up in the fucking air and you didn't know what to do. Like the only time that you felt like, all right, what the fuck ever do I care about this is when Samuel Jackson disappears and he got a fucking beeper that's showing Captain Marvel. But then you watch Captain Marvel. Here's the problem. Captain Marvel is not as bad as Dark World. It's not as bad as Dark World. The script is trash. is as good as Captive State and Hellboy. But realistically, like, it's not as bad as Dark World, bro. And it, it doesn't do enough to bring it down. Um, and the reason being is because of the fact that you got movies like Black Panther, Guardians of the Galaxy, holding that movie up. You got uh, Civil War holding that movie up. There's so much shit to, like, kind of carry on it. I didn't mind Phase 3. If I had to complain about Phase 3, it was just too much content. Infinity War should have ended Phase 3. Endgame should have happened in Phase 5. And I've stated that to you. Phase 5 should have been Endgame. Or at least the end of Phase 4, because you really didn't get any, like, they they legit skipped over the snap. People was going, three, five years? I can't even remember which it was. Yeah. But, like, it, it, it didn't happen. It did not happen because we did not get anything with that. We didn't get no kind of nothing but a but a mention of the whales are doing great. Yeah, that's it. And I tell you what, I think that the uh, I, I really like Phase Two because I thought Falcon and the Winter Soldier was just so great. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's not Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's Captain America and Winter Soldier. You confuse you. It's kind of confused. You confuse it with the show. The Disney plush. Captain. Oh, yes. Also, that's my dilemma with uh, phase two, dog. As a person who served in the army, why is Colonel Brody got to sit there behind fucking uh, captains? Captain America General. Who's Brody? No, that nigga name is Captain America. He's a captain. His name is. That's that. that is he's right. a captain. Let's let's give him that. He's no, he's not General America. He's captain. <laughs> he's a captain. <laughs> General America is is Captain America's dollar store is the dollar store version. <laughs> it's General America. Look, so look, fellas. I think the best movies in this order are Infinity War. Because there is absolutely nothing that compares to seeing your favorite comic book characters go up in smoke. That shit was straight harrowing. And I tell you what, I've never heard a theater so quiet 
as the end of God dang Infinity War. That shit was straight somber marching out of the theater. Incredible. Never seen anything like it. Probably never will again. Heck. The next so we gonna top, are we going to say our top three or our top five? I'm saying top three. Okay. The next we'll top three is The Avengers. Because I tell you what, that movie gave me chills. Nope. I thought they did the best by knocking it out of the park with all of the movies they had set up over the years. And Avengers came out with with the the the, the, the I mean, honestly, that was the shit. Because they had Avengers, that was why they could go on to all these other phases. They didn't even think about phases till they figured out that shit was a hit. But I thought mm-hmm. it was it was the best made movie, and they really did a good job using all of their IP together and figuring out ways that they can make everybody work. I still mm-hmm. got a problem with that line. I'm always angry because we see Bruce Banner and he is a straight up pacifist. He ain't always angry. And if you want to see somebody who's always angry, I mean, there's many better selections to choose from. Try Nick Fury. He'd be a great I'm always angry type of motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. His third best movie, in my opinion, is Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier. I just watched that movie and I was just like, this movie is badass. So great. Love that movie. So Love the it. argument is between um, Captain America is either Colonel or Captain. Usually, comic books says that he's Private E one, or he's an E O three Captain. But some people are saying that he actually holds the rank of Colonel. You know, it depends on what level Colonel he is, because there is Lieutenant Colonel, Colonel. K, right? Huh. That's Colonel with a K. That's Colonel with a K. I would say would I would say with my sudden attitude. I don't think that Captain America should be listening to Colonel like the fucking popcorn. Colonel. <laughs> 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 no, the disrespected rank system is so fucking pissy. I hate that shit. I hate this fucking I hated that face. Rose never once pulled rank on him either. That never. is a Never take this opportunity, Mate. Yeah, well, I'll thank you, Cap. So you might want to sit this one out. Yeah, I can see Don Cheadle delivering that line. Yeah, bro. Um, and the only other person that could pull rank is fucking Captain Marvel. But if you give the she rank, if you give the serious. if you give your rank as Captain Dog, yo, you your rank is Captain Dog. If your name has Captain in front of it, and you want to go military lifestyle, nah, homie. They got colonels, they got uh, generals, they got uh, lieutenants, and, you know, all the rest of those type of people. He is a colonel. So for me, my top three, I low-key want to pick the same three as JT, because that's where I'm leaning, but I I can't be different. We got to be different. So off top, Infinity War. I think... We all can agree I honestly that. think that might be the top one for all three of us. All three of us. Like yeah. again, never been, never been in the theater that side before. Number two, I'm gonna go with Winter Soldier. I think as far as action, the spy elements, the political espionage type stuff, I think it works really well. Um, it's got a dope performance from pretty much everyone. Like everybody came to play in that movie. You had a great performance from Falcon, great performance from Black Widow, Nick Fury doing more stuff was cool. Like everything worked. And the Winter Soldier was a great antagonist for me. And I think Robert Redford, Loki has given my like, gave a top five Marvel performance. He was really good in that role. 
Damn, the third movie. Mm, this is tough. In my heart of hearts, I am going to go with... I'm going to go with the movie that not only surprised me, but also that made me completely change my outlook on a specific character. And I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. For one reason, for one main reason, Nebula. Nebula, to me, elevates that movie and her run from Infinity War, from Guardians 2, Infinity War, and Endgame. In my opinion, it is one of the best three movie arcs that we've seen in the MCU. I do not, I, I cannot like state enough how much I did not care about Nebula from Guardians 1. Goon, that's all she was. They, in that movie, in Guardians 2, managed to make her a fully fleshed out character. Giving you one of the more, the, the more gut punch emotional moments of, I just wanted a sister. Just uh, most, bro. That was the hardest hit line in all of the MCU. It gets me. It's just because in that moment, instantly, you don't see this person who's trying to murder the Guardians. You see, you it kind of reverts her back to being a little good. Like, oh, this is somebody she probably was excited when Gamora came because she was probably all alone with Thanos doing all of his foolery. And then every time she got more of her humanity took away. And so in that moment, she gets that back. And it really humanizes her, and it fully makes you understand, and it kind of builds a bridge between her and Gamora. And then they hug, that little hug at the end, where Gamora just hugs her. Like, it, it gets to you. And so for me, it's Guardians Volume 2, and of course we get more of her in Infinity War. Yeah, that would be my top three. I love Avengers. I love the first Guardians. Those would be, those would probably not out my top three. Um... For me, I'm looking over the, the movies again. Uh, I, I'm trying not to cheat. I'm not trying. I'm not trying not to like add Spider Man to it. I'm trying not to cheat my my ass off. But Infinity War, we agree with that's that's already a given. That's that's a one. Black Panther is another one. Um, and the reason for the culture. I, it's it's not even just for the culture. It just. It's one of the movies I can tolerate watching so many times. I, I watched it six times in theaters and I'm happy about it. Like I was okay with the idea of going to see Black Panther over and over and over again. Um, $50 watching that movie? No, nah, man. AMC Pass, homie. 20 bucks. A- <laughs> <laughs> Got to see two movies in a day. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I'm not getting around people that much because I can't. I, I might go twice to see a movie. I don't like being around that many people that well, much. See, that's a, that's a cool. Like that's that. a cool thing about a theater where we at, bro. We it, it, it when it's dead, it's dead. So like, uh, they it was big the first night, and then like the second time I went there, like you can see, oh yeah, we had like twenty people in that maybe, and um, because of the fact that how big the actual studio was, you mean it was. It got it definitely the number that did shrink multiple times, but it felt good watching that movie in theater. When somebody says, Yo, there's nothing like going to the theater to watch a movie, I would think about that movie. Um, 
What's your number three? Is this this, I, this I is am the top? Not, I am not a Captain America person, dog. I, I I get what y'all was trying to be excited about it with the Winter Soldier. I feel like Winter Soldier didn't mean shit in the movie. Um, I felt like he was a problem as far as them fighting. I don't feel like he actually was a fucking true villain. I feel like you could see that he was a brainwashed monster and he didn't mean shit. Uh, the part, the scene where, it, and the reason why I couldn't respect Winter Soldier is because of the fact that the whole scene where you had your boy who was like the one of the leaders of the fucking uh, of S.H.I.E.L.D. board members, he was having fucking uh, a drink. The uh, the maid had left and he's sitting across getting orders barked to him. I can't respect the fucking, the, the mini boss as much as the actual boss. The boss is supposed to be the dangerous person. He's supposed to be the scariest person. The Winter Soldier movie was mislabeled. This should have been Captain America 2. Civil War should have been a Winter Soldier movie. And there should have been a separate movie for Civil War. So I cannot... I can't get behind Captain America. Can't say Civil War was it because of the fact that Civil War was an Avengers movie. Um... I don't have a third, man. I don't have a third. Uh, Multiverse of Madness? Dark World? I don't know. Um, I don't have a Stop third. Don't play with us like that. <laughs> I don't have a don't third one, bro. I will disown you on this on your own channel. Don't do that shit. I don't have a third one, dog. Because I, I right, think since you don't have a third, what to each of you guys is the single worst? Dark World, man. Hands up. Dark World off the map, but we already know that shit. Right. Yeah, without not including Dark World. I say Eternals. I say Thor. I say I think Thor. Thor and Thunder. I say Thor. Here's the thing: I find aside Dark World, if I can, Eternals is boring, but Eternals didn't make me mad watching it with the the terrible humor. Like, again, that's just me. Humor, when it's bad, it, fucking humor in it. it grates on my nerves. Like, when humor is bad, it grates on my nerves. I'd, ra- like, I'd rather be bored than fucking angry and annoyed at some lame-ass jokes. So, for me, it's, it's love and thunder. I would rather have some lame-ass jokes because that's more interesting than nothing. Fuck, I I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying my hardest to look at a list, dog. I'm sorry. Can I just cheat, dog, and just say no way home? No, you can't. Damn. How is that cheating? Wait, how is that cheating? Because it's a part of the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Cine- Sony Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the only way I could say that I would have a third movie in this MCU shit. Um, other than that, I guess uh, let's go with Civil War. Let's go with Civil War. Uh, Civil War will be my third movie, I guess. But that is Iron Man Three was whack XD. It was so whack. Uh, Iron, Iron Man Iron Man Three was pretty fucking bad. It was it was so fucking horrible. But it wasn't worse than Iron Man Two. It wasn't. I would argue. Yeah. I would argue that it was pretty fucking equal. Nah, I can I tolerate Iron Man three way more than I tolerate. I tolerate Iron, Iron Man two so much more, man. Um, I think Mike uh uh Michael Rourke did a really good night. Michael Rourke, Mickey. 
Mickey Rourke did a really good fucking job with that one, man. Michael Rourke's the other dude. Um, he's the, he had nothing to work with. He did as best as he could. And it wasn't good enough. Yeah. Simply um, wasn't good. So, right. yeah, man. I think, uh, I think let's, before we wrap up, let's, I'm going to go over what we got coming to look forward to because you said you felt like phase three was a lot of content. Well, oh my God. Yeah. Phase five was announced at San Diego Comic Con. And so, movies and TV shows, because again, the TV shows are now important and part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and everything. In order, we've got in phase five <clears throat> Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumanium. That's going to be lame. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. That's going to be lame. The Marvels, Blade, all coming out next year. So we got four movies. Mm -hmm. And then in 2024, we've got Captain America, NWO, New World Order for Clive Brother. Uh, and then we've got Thunderbolts. So they're discount version of Suicide Squad. How? History. I'm sorry. May I please continue with the content core? And the TV shows we have What If, uh, which is coming out in early 20. All of these are coming out in early 2023. So, What If, Secret Invasion, Echo, Loki, Ironheart, Agatha, Covenant of Chaos, and Daredevil Born Again, which comes out in early 2024. So, in total, that is uh, in content that's six, seven, eight. 13 shows. We have thirteen shows coming out within the next shows and movies coming out within the next two years to give you that MCU goodness. That is too damn much. But they managed to top that because Marvel Phase Six, which comes in, begins in 2024. We got Fantastic Four. And then in 2025, within the span of a few months of each other, we have not one, but two Avengers movies, The Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. Now, remember when there were like two of these movies a year? They were spaced out. You can enjoy them. Let the movies marinate in your brain. I got a feeling... By the time we get to 2024, the end of 2024, people are going to be officially sick of superhero movies because this is too much. You are putting way too much of a burden on the casual moviegoer to have to know stuff and keep up with this stuff again. Us, like people who like superheroes, comics, I'm starting to feel that. I'm starting to feel that it's too much. I can only imagine somebody who's not as invested in comic books, superheroes. That is a lot of content. That is, again, 13. 13 projects are coming out. Like most of them coming out in 2023 and within months of each other and nothing get a, gets a chance to break. Like Thor, Love and Thunder and Multiverse of Madness came up within like one or two months of each other. That's not enough time. Way too quick. Yeah. It's it's too much content. It's basically y'all remember that meme of that like there's this meme or picture of this black dude with like two or three plates on him and he's just eating all this stuff and he just looks exhausted. That's what Marvel is doing with us. And I think Marvel is kind of force feeding and giving us a lot of content. Whether it the problem with phase four, in my opinion, is that phase four hasn't been all good content. It hasn't been all able. And that's why the that's more why that we get to it so much. And the more that we get, it's like 
some more of these problems are going to start happening with these effects artists. You are going to start getting people burnt out and you are going to burn out people. Like that's that's what this is leading to. And like this is too much stuff. Like I in my opinion, it's it's too much. And Jamel touches on a really good point there because for a long time, action movies, superhero movies, you know, Star Star Wars movies, Lucas movies, Disney movies in general push the envelope on visual effects. So Disney's IP, their whole IP has a long history of doing the next big thing in movies. And we have not seen that. What we've actually seen is a regression. We've seen worse special effects. We've seen worse CGI. We've seen worse makeup and costumes as the movies have gone on. So what's going to happen is we're basically getting Marvel fatigued at this point. Well, we're, we're, we're getting people who are so tired, but what, what, what's happening is the, the capitalistic machine that is Disney is going to try to keep force-feeding us extra shit. And so what we have to do as, as, as consumers is pretty much only pay for the stuff that's good. If you see a movie out and you know that shit is bad, don't go pay that mug in the theater. Wait for that mug to come out and watch it on your friend's Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Thanks, Jamel. Goddamn. How? I'm having a problem with this. I I will, I'm going to ask you how are we going to have a Thunderbolts when we don't have a Thunderbolts Ross? Dog, for real. The dude is dead in real life. Wait, He's him? dead in real life. Oh shoot. Oh, he'll just be Red Hulk then. How do we have a Thunderbolts, dog? How? Boy, they, all of a sudden he's just going to be Red Hulk and they're going to go from there. That's what's going to happen. Oh my god. How? Um, uh, here's another reason why I'm so sorry. I apologize. I got to bring back some old shit. Guardians of the Galaxy. I know y'all say the whole, I want to be a sister. What is fucking Gamora's power? Have we ever Being thought about, really but she's super strange. She picked up a big ass machine gun and held it straight as she was shooting down a fucking ship. He's an enhanced alien person who's good with a sword, but has super strength. And can so pick up a fucking giant... Man, I'm sorry, dog. What is so-and-so's power the entire time we've been talking about this shit? My, and, the, and the biggest... the One of the reasons that these Marvel movies are boring is because they never talk about that. Duh, me they and my, never properly define what these characters can and can't do. Is I, Captain America... All we know is Captain America can't get drunk. That's about it. We don't know shit Hulk else can't about... can't get drunk. Run fast. We don't know how fast... He's not fast. He like, the motherfucker got winded and had a borrowed car. It's, it's fucking so about I gotta go, I gotta go 30 miles behind enemy lines. I thought his ass was gonna hoof it. I thought he was gonna run. Duh. He didn't do that shit. He took a motorcycle way louder than going on foot. J uh, Jamel, it, you had to say something to me. I'm sorry. What'd you say, bro? No, I was saying I thought uh JT was referring to how fast Hawk could get drunk. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought he was referring to, but... Oh, no, man. I mean, the reason why the Thunderbolts, and I'm, like, to touch on what uh, XD is asking, uh, Thunderbolt Ross is more or less the founder of Thunderbolts, and so it's not going to make sense to have the Thunderbolts team without Thunderbolt Ross, which leads me to believe that they might recast, but if they recast him, they could have recasted Black Panther, and that opens up 
Like that opens up that question. I got to fill in uh, Julia Louis, uh, Louis Dreyfus, her character that we saw at the end of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. She's going to be the one behind the Thunderbolts, which honestly, the other problem is that these villains aren't that interesting. Like Killmonger's dead, so he's not around. Vulture is in the Sony universe, so he ain't around, an interesting villain. Mysterio's dead, another interesting villain. He ain't around. He so it's like we're like we're getting some real uh some real C C minus tier villains for this movie. And so I'm like, nah, I can't. Are you really excited to see Ghost again? Are you? Like, is anybody jazzed to see her? The girl is pretty, but I don't give a fuck about the character of Ghost. Dog. Uh, I'm guessing they're go- uh, either going Hawkeye or Julia Lewis uh, Dreyfus. I mean, I guess. Um, yeah. You mean, y- yeah. <sighs> um, they got too much content, bro. They needed to spread that shit out. This is why I said Phase Five. At the end of Phase Five, should have been in game. We should have been dealing with the content, uh, the consequences right. of. The face. problem is they had one movie between Endgame and Infinity War. Right. We and had, it was not in a movie that was related to fucking Infinity War or Endgame, only just to have a character in Endgame who was only there for like 10 minutes. Not even Real that. Quick, to answer XB's question, the Dark Avengers are something different. Dark Avengers were founded by Norman Osborn. Yeah. Where they were like basically evil, like bad guys who were in like Avengers comics. Uh, Wolverine's son, Dacon, became the new Wolverine. He became the new uh, Iron Man and things like that. Yeah, uh, the movie they need to come up with some. They need to come up with some better content in the aspect that like we need to we need to simmer we need to simmer on some shit, and they need to do some better character. Like if you're gonna use these TV shows, then use that as the or- origin story, and also stop making big shit happen. Eternals was an Avengers level event. I know y'all make fun of me, dog. I, no, no, we're no. Not give, doing me this. This. give me this. Give me this. Give me this. Let me. I. I. I, I, I let you talk. I let you talk. I let you talk. I let you talk. Let me add this. Let me add this one. They have so many situations where it's obnoxious on about how many events they have. Make that shit feel like Luke Cage. Make that shit feel like Daredevil. Make that shit feel like Miss Marvel. Make that shit feel like okay, we got a character who's proven themselves to these fucking events. Yes, I know that y'all. I know what you're saying about the Avengers level event, and I'm say, I'm saying that because of the fact that there is a fucking um, Iron Man out there. There is a Captain America out there. When a blue fucking blob is in the middle of fucking Dakota or whatever the fuck that was, mean, do you mean to tell me that at this point in time when we had S.H.I.E.L.D. and all the rest of these other Avengers that's supposed to be that, the whole town and all the rest of these places being destroyed, you're just saying, you know what, fuck it? A man walked up to Doctor Strange in the middle of a wedding because he was pissed off about his cat. Can we also remember this shit? I'm just saying, do some character development. Keep it local. Keep it small scale. Let me build up. Let me understand why this person should be deserve to be an Avenger. I mean, I know what you're, you're going to try to tell me, but at the same token, if they have big fucking time situations happening, you got Iron Man who's talking about put a suit at every corner of the fucking planet. Those are fucking levels events, man. We got to remember... Is, what what you say? 
I said, you still going on about this. Bruh, you, y'all can say, y'all can belittle uh, my fucking statement, dog, but Tony Stark said it himself. He wanted to put a, stu- a suit at every edge of the corner of the planet, bruh. Problem is, the Avengers can't be everywhere. The problem is it's that a, they sometimes are... Some shit happens, and you know, the main, the main characters, a... they just ain't around. You know what I'm saying? And so we gotta we gotta give our other characters time to shine. Yeah, I think the problem is, I feel like what Marvel tries to do is they try to define the characters, not not necessarily by the opposing forces, but by the consequences of the threat level that the characters have to fight. Yeah. So for instance, Shang Chi was like, "Oh, the dragon is gonna is gonna fucking take over the world and some shit," and so therefore Shang Chi is supposed to be really badass. Because he defeated the dragon that was supposed to take over the world. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, but that doesn't that it it, it don't it don't it don't actually raise his level, his character level. But I think Marvel has this idea in their mind, like, yeah, if we just make it so, like, oh, well, everything will fucking die if this person succeeds, and then we'll have a really badass crew of people, and they'll be proven warriors or whatever. Mm-hmm. It don't fucking work like that. Yes. And so when you keep saying this is an Avengers level event. Like it, it, it's not because not everything it needs to be handled by the Avengers, but some shit going unchecked can definitely end the world. Yes, but that don't mean that the person who addresses it is as strong as the Avengers. But I think that I'm mistaken when I'm saying when I say Avengers level. I'm what I mean is that there should be a crew in the case of it's happening in San Francisco. Where is Ant Man? He's the known superhero in that corner. And, you know, and that's a real disservice to the world building. But you've that's, had a problem with that for a long time. So that's that's what I'm saying. I'm when I'm saying about an Avengers level event, uh, Ant Man is an Avenger. Send his ass out to a mission. That's the same thing that they did to Black Widow, and that's what they did with Captain America when they sent them on a the goddamn boat to get these people, and that led to fucking Captain and Winter Soldier and shit like that. But we've been doing a long ass stream, man. Um. <clears throat> My voice is about to be going fucking out. Jamel, what you got to say to the people, man? Where can people find you? Fuck Thor, Love and Thunder. People <laughs> oh, can we still on that shit. <laughs> people can find me on Twitch uh, at Jamel727, uh, twitch.tv, Jamel727. Instagram and Twitter at Jamel727. Be on the lookout for my reels. Oh, and I have a TikTok that I've been doing some stuff on, uh, trying to get that up. So it's a uh, look for it on TikTok under East Side Reviews, same name as my YouTube channel, yeah. East Side Reviews. And of course, uh, every Thursday, God willing, here with these guys doing historical voices. Hell yeah, man. This has been so fun. Uh, excuse me, so sorry. JT, where can people find you? You can find me at JT's Voice right <laughs> over here. Right over here. Yeah, and uh, you can find me on Twitch. That too, XD. That too. <laughs> we got a we got a little time for final thought history. Yeah, man. I was going to say, man, what's the voice of reason for uh, for the stream, man? Voice of reason today is uh, it's about teamwork. One of the biggest problems that I think a lot of us have, a lot of us on the panel here have, with Marvel is we just simply don't feel like there's enough teamwork. If you got somebody who's in the same city and you know them and you know that they can help you out, it's in your best interest to get them out. One of the best ways you can ensure that you have a deep roster of people on your team is to talk nice to them. Don't put people down if you don't need to. And especially don't put people down if you're wrong and you get backed into a corner. 
Agreed. So to make sure, always, always build up your brother. Always try to put your people on. When you have a come up, bring some of your friends with you. And you'll understand when the loyal ones stay and you'll see the fake ones fall off all on their own.